Welcome back to Theory and Theology. Here on this podcast, we talk about spirituality and religion and cultures. And um, I've kind of been avoiding the uh, 2022 lunar holidays. Um, in particular, the ones that I usually keep up with. Not not necessarily saying that I'm like traditionally doing any kind of like religious thing but um traditionally I keep up with the Jewish holidays holy days um and so just to kick things off because we're like not through all of the holidays there's a lot of them back to back we're on the third one right now um of the high holy days um but i mostly just wanted to talk about this movie called Ushpizin. i think i've talked about it before this is going to be a total spoiler so um if you're if you're gonna watch the movie or if you're even interested in watching it don't listen more because i'm about to spoil this whole entire movie for you um if you're not gonna watch it or if you already have watched it um you know or if you're interested um in watching it um i would say you know i think it would be a cool thing to watch um if you don't know anything about the the holiday of sukkot and if you're interested that's kind of a good place to start <clears throat> is by watching that movie and um diving into it and um seeing what you feel what you think about it um how you can kind of relate to it um if anything jumps out at you um so i've just kind of got some thoughts going on in my head so i'm just gonna get to those um so the movie ushpizin ushpizin is a word that means um uh, visitors, like, uh, um, like, visitors, yeah, um, and so, the story, this isn't a biblical story, but the story, um, of the movie Ushpizin, it is basically about a man who became a rabbi um and his wife um they were married for five years it's kind of a feel-good story um kind of about spirituality and human nature and so i kind of really like those sort of topics and i came across this movie years ago and so i try to remember to watch it um this time of year um some years not every single year but um so basically this movie the story is a young rabbi with his young wife um i don't know their age they've got to be probably in their 30s though uh they were married for five years don't have any kids 
they're kind of uh, frustrated about not having any kids because, you know, traditionally, you know, their uh, Breslov, uh, their Breslov Hasidic people, um, I believe the way it sounds like, according to the movie, is that they converted and originally they were living some kind of a lifestyle where, um, you know, the guy had served some jail time. He was kind of hanging out with certain people who were doing crimes and he would, he had like a temper and would, you know, fight and drink and beat people up and, you know, lash out at people if he thought the wrong, if he thought they said the wrong thing. So, you know, the movie has them, you know, trying to, at the beginning, um, prepare for this holiday of Sukkot. So with Sukkot, usually people who are really following the traditions, like they will put up an outside shelter called a sukkah and this shelter is basically where they live for seven days um if you're in places like new york or wherever you know sometimes you'll see people with a little um balcony like a little i don't know what kind of thing it is like a little wooden structure with some with some foliage kind of on top of it I don't know the specifics I'm pretty sure there's a lot of specifics with dimensions and what type of you know plants you would use and all these kind of things and you get like a citron fruit and a lulav and you know it's like seven days I know the first day today is the first the first day of Sukkot but it in 2022 it hit October 9th at sundown so technically until sundown today, October 10th, um, until sundown, it's still going to be the uh, first day. Um, that's why I'm recording this right now um, for people who want, who are interested in that kind of thing. Um, even if it's just like a general interest in like multi multicultural kind of things like that's that's kind of more my interest is more like you know I like to see how different cultures are kind of similar and what I can learn from different cultures that I don't have in my main culture that I can pull from some interesting important uh, helpful things that I might kind of gel with um, whether or not I was born around that or not um, I always find some kind of nice morsels like in other either religions or other you know traditions and other uh you know just groups of uh races and ethnicities of people like you know people have some cool um cultural healthy practices that i think is always important to kind of learn from um so basically these guys uh this man this woman uh they're religious at this point they're breast lover um hasidic uh converts have been married for five years and they're having trouble affording anything so um they don't have money for a sukkah they don't have a sukkah um, there's people putting them up, you know, preparing for the holiday, like 
constructing them with the wood walls and you know putting them up around in like different courtyards and uh, like in Jerusalem where they live in this movie and um you know the rabbi goes to this uh to this um place where they're like selling the citron fruit that you need as part of the tradition uh for parts of the prayers and things like you need a citron and you need the the lulav uh the branch you know it's called a lulav and um they didn't he went into the shop and like they tell him oh rabbi there's some over on that wall that are like whatever cost and he's kind of in there like they're like oh those are like the cheaper rate ones over there like 40 to 60 shekels or whatever and then they're looking at one through like a a scope saying like oh it could be it could cost maybe a couple hundred and then somebody else is like ah probably 500 and they're like nah probably like eight nine hundred to like a thousand dollars so the rabbi comes over like oh let me look at it and they're just kind of like uh like they know he's he doesn't have money like that so they kind of are like writing him off like uh like the other ones are over there like go look at the other ones aren't you gonna buy something over there and he's kind of like no i want to see this one so he looks at it and they all see how beautiful it is and how it's worth so much money um i don't know what they look at there's something that makes it worth a lot of money i don't know what but that's something that interests me too all the like dimensions of things and like um with judaism it's very um a lot of things go into depth like if you look at like a lot of stuff for holy days if you go on the websites and stuff there's like criteria for like what's the best type of stuff you can buy for certain holidays or the best type of garb you can have for like your religious garments and things versus like the lower quality stuff and so you know he looks at it and he's like you know he gives it back and he's like okay like and they're like they're kind of like hey what like you're not gonna buy anything at all and he's like no no like god willing I'll, I'll get the money so he goes he he goes home he goes and prays um you know and the wife is kind of like at home a lot too and she's like avoiding the uh she's avoiding the um the landlord who's coming to collect money and um you know like not answering the door because she's afraid because they don't have any money right and so um this kind of like american jewish guy he's talking to one of the i don't know who but um he's talking to another religious person who's in charge of some kind of accounting and they realize one of the rabbis had passed away the older rabbis had passed away so there's this extra thousand dollars so the american guy goes down the list counts like 35 people down because he just picks a random number and it happens to be this rabbi so he goes knocks on the door nobody answers the wife is still home the rabbi's still out praying the wife is still home praying um and he slips the thousand dollars under the door with a note like you know happy holiday this is for you like you know whatever it said on there um the wife opens it she sees the thousand dollars she freaks out of course and is super happy um the the rabbi comes home 
she shows him the thousand dollars he goes out takes it buys her earrings buys that buys that thousand dollar citron fruit and somewhere along the line um one of his uh buddies comes up to him and says like we're gonna we're gonna have we're gonna have a like oh i have i found a a sukkah for you it's somebody you know it's one that's over by the yeshiva somewhere over by where they study and he's like really like are you sure and so he kind of like tries to make sure and then once he's comfortable with it they go get it bring it start putting it up so the holiday looks like it's turning around uh meanwhile (laughs) um one of his old friends escapes from jail and or prison and then uh has a friend with him and they're kind of like you know wandering around and end up uh stumbling upon somebody who tells them where that rabbi lives because he's like oh yeah i know someone who kind of lives over here because the breast lover guys were looking for like donations and he's like oh like do you know this guy and they're like yeah he studies at this synagogue so and so like and you know the next time when the when the rabbi and his wife come outside these two guys from prison are there you know in the sukkah and they're you know the rabbi's like oh like this guy you know like weren't you in prison you know like what is going on and you know they kind of fib about it saying like ah like we're here now kind of thing but they're not fully done with their time they're just escaped um so he's like okay just don't let my wife know like don't talk about this kind of stuff at all and of course there's some times where they're like you know there they're eating a lot they're they're praising they're worshiping but these two guys from prison aren't like religious at all so they kind of just have their ways about them but then these two you know the rabbi and his wife they weren't always religious either and so they had become religious and were married for five years and living their life as religious people and you know seemingly had this whole community of religion surrounding them and you know one thing leads to another where they get kind of uh rowdy with the you know they're taking like shots at a certain point and they drink some wine and they're eating a lot and you know it's a holiday so they're like studying they're praising they're worshiping but they're also drinking and laughing and talking they're all like in the sukkah just like hanging out and like having a good time um but eventually you know the wife um you know they they start having um conflict with these people cuz they're causing a little bit of a ruckus you know playing like techno music while grilling outside during a holy day and like all this kind of stuff and like the religious community ends up calling the cops and um these two guys end up trying to like hide out in the house and then you know the rabbi kind of fends off the cops the wife gets mad like okay like you lied to me you knew that these guys were like escaped and he was trying to cover up for himself like i didn't really know and he realizes he did know um he did kind of know like he kind of knew what was going on even though they never like directly told him and so she leaves because she's mad you know he goes off to talk to the rabbi because he's like so upset and you know the rabbi reminds him you know 
I don't remember if it was this talk with the rabbi or one before where the rabbi is like, hey, you know, remember where you came from, like, you know, like, just focus on your anger, like, above all things, you know, like, the holiday is going to be over, these people are going to go home, you know, like, but just focus on your anger, you know, just make sure that you're, like, doing well in a good mood kind of thing, and I kind of like that, that's, that's something that I was kind of like, that's a good, that's a nice message, you know, like, you know, focus on your, on your anger during a holiday, and, like, your mood, and how you're interacting with people, just keep keep a focus on that and um I thought that was kind of a cool a cool thing to say um and so he he like does his prayer with the rabbi with a lulav and another citron and um he comes home to find out that um one of the those prison guys took his citron the thousand dollar one and cut it up and put it in a salad and they were eating it um they didn't know what it was but he got so mad and they could tell he was so enraged and he basically just like dropped the box that the citron was in kind of threw it on the ground and then like ran off you see him just like running just to like get rid of that negative energy and um you know the holiday's over um, he's outside with a lot of other men taking down their, the sukkah, I guess they're called sukkot, I guess, that they put up, um, if it's plural, um, and so he's taking his down, the one that he technically borrowed slash almost stole without permission from the other guy, from some other guy, um, that one of his friends said, the friend that said he found one for him, um, it ended up that that was somebody else's and um but he got forgiven for that and so it wasn't an issue by the end and so he takes it um and he goes off and kind of like gets on with his um with his you know just taking things down you can tell he's sad his wife is gone Um, she comes back, and she's like, hey, I'm pregnant, you know, um, and so, you know, and then you see them having the circumcision, uh, ceremony, and, you know, the two guys who were the prisoners, you know, this, so this is later, this must have been, like, at least nine months later or however much longer because she had the baby at this point uh and they come to the circumcision ceremony and those two are happy to see them so it looks like they reunited and um I mean overall it's a good story um and so I would say, um, like, some of the things that I found interesting were just some themes that kind of came up kind of recently, which is kind of interesting. Like, um, there was this, this, uh, video I was watching, um, about, you know, a segment of it had 
a woman who was saying that her um like in her culture and a lot in Alaska they were there were some types of beings that they saw and they took one of their family or friends met friends trying to like take them away and um she said that when they said in Jesus name those people kind of, those beings kind of left them alone um and one of my friends brought that up too like kind of like huh like that's kind of interesting and then kind of opened up the idea of like you know do do other religions say this or is it only in Christianity where people say in Jesus name you know I don't really hear that many other religions talking about it and then I was watching YouTube this morning uh following up with um the iced coffee hour and the most recent one that they had on there uh the guy was talking about his faith and how um when he was maybe college age or high school age he used to party a lot and he used to have these like Jesus statue socks um, it looked like a Jesus, it had like a Jesus statue on them. And he was like, he would party by like, he didn't drink, but he liked like the shock factor of things. So he remembered being at a bonfire and like jumping around and like through the fire and stuff and with his socks on and he ended up having holes in his socks. And he was like, you know, those are like, um, specific socks where he knew his mom would like notice. And so he took the socks folded them not folded them up but kind of like crumbled them up and like threw put them in the back of his underwear drawer and he said the next day when he looked in the drawer the socks were completely whole and they were like not ruined anymore and he also mentioned um other multiple stories about um like how he got healed by someone who was a religious christian who um healed his one leg was like longer than the other so you know he was gonna need this this Achilles tendon surgery and the guy prayed for him and laid hands on him and um suddenly his uh leg that was shorter was stretched out uh long as long as the other leg and then his scoliate his scoliosis was cured immediately as well so he never had to do those, get those surgeries. And he started, you know, giving out money to people, uh, people who he felt, um, you know, he would kind of test them and say like, oh, I need like a buck for this, or I need a few cents for that. And they, um, they didn't really, um, give it to him. And then like, well, some people did give it to him and then he would give them like 500 bucks or a thousand bucks or ten thousand dollars like um and so that's kind of what he does is he gives away money and um so those kind of those kind of stories kind of intrigue me and then there's kind of this story uh, within that Ishpazin movie about how they were praying about everything and then how all the little circumstances came together so that they could have their holy day but then they felt like it was a test that these um inmates came to stay with them and kind of like were being obnoxious and 
kind of teasing their religion and bringing up pat the past and all that kind of stuff and kind of like um and they felt like bad about like lying to them at some point in the movie where they were like like they told them they were going to the wife's house um the rabbi and and the wife were going to go to the wife's house the wife's uh, parents house to celebrate the rest of the holiday they lied to those two inmates because they um didn't want to spend the rest of the holiday with them because they were being obnoxious and they just wanted to be alone um so just that kind of stuff you know like there's always like good lessons um just I kind of like those types of topics of charity and giving and um like I don't know I'm not gonna get like super like preachy on this topic because it's everybody's individual thing but I don't know if you've ever um I think more maybe more people have probably stolen something as like a kid like I think there were maybe two times um maybe two maybe three but maybe two times I remember specifically stealing as a kid um knowing that I was wrong doing it one of them was a book in like my second grade classroom um because I liked to read about mongooses and this is like before you know we had like internet in the house or whatever um uh and I was uh like I mean my 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 teacher at that day and age had a vinyl of that crisscross album with that jump song on it that's how long ago this was <laughs> so there was no internet like if you didn't have the book you weren't really looking at it like we didn't have computers in our schools like that nothing um so you know I I would really like learning about stuff and I remember like you know my parents didn't always afford things like they kind of like you know, I used to like to just read about like certain stuff I liked, like National Geographic always interested me and animals and, you know, those little travel books. If you remember those little like series of travel books, I used to like those books. Um, I'm talking like little kid, like second grade or so, first, second grade, um, probably second, I think it was second grade though, um, maybe first, but yeah, I really liked this um this book because it had like animals in alphabetical order it was like a glossy big colorful book and we were allowed to borrow books from the classroom but I think it was certain I don't remember it I don't know if it was certain days of the week or um we had to check them out or something like we weren't allowed to just like take them but I took it because I wanted it um and then another time I remember stealing something it was, um, you know, I used to help out at Sports League. Well, I used to get paid a little bit of money to clean the bathrooms after the end of the Sports League days. And then, so I would go to the janitor closet because the Sports League was held at a school. And so I would go to the janitor closet and, and um, get, like, the mop and bucket and all the cleaning supplies I needed to, like, mop up the restrooms because there were like cleat marks everywhere and everything and so I would get um 
everything that I needed. And then, um, I kind of be like ready to, you know, ready to clean. But I remember being like, once like he had like razors like uh you know like disposable shaving razors and I remember taking taking one or two because I was like huh whenever I ask my parents to like buy something they they don't do it right away and like you know like it's gonna take them a while and at that time I was still like into like shaving my legs on a very regular basis and I was like well my razor is getting a little old and like so let me just take a couple of his, you know, and I knew the janitor, like, and everything, but I took a couple of them, this was on a Sunday, when there was no school in session, and then I remember that day, uh, my Galaxy bag with my Walkman went missing, um, and so that was something that always kind of stuck in my mind, because I remember, like, you know, I, I wasn't really into, like, theft and things like that, but I remember, like, the few times when I took stuff, something would always come up missing, like, um, and I remember, I think my cleats were in there too, but then I remember coming around to the front of the lockers, like, cause it was a school and there were some lockers that didn't have like actual locks on them that people would store their stuff in, uh, hoping nobody would open it. And I found a pair of cleats in there that just happened to fit me. And so I took them, you know, and like just things like that. But like, I think about that, about, like, taking, like, I'm not, like, hung up on it, but that's kind of a topic that I think people can kind of relate to, and I'm not the first person who's ever come across, you know, like, when you take something, and then something of yours goes missing, like, maybe it's not 100% of the time, I don't know, like, I'm not, like, recently stealing things, so I don't really know, but I mean, when I was a kid, I definitely had a few times when I did, um, when it was more than just like screwing around, you know, it was like, I literally knew that I shouldn't be doing it and that I did it anyways. Um, and so there's that. And then I remember another, another day when I, um, when I thought about, um, um, like some like yeah like I was thinking about like um like because I've been studying about about religion and and money like that's kind of been like a, a topic since like probably 2021 or so that I've been kind of into and you know it is kind of interesting too how you kind of see the opposite with giving it's like the more you give the more you receive if that makes sense um so I did find that pretty interesting um how that goes um and I don't know if it's like a hundred percent of the time on both sides but it's just something that I found interesting um just to bring up because it's uh um just kind of interesting topics you know um but yeah that's all I really had to say but I'm gonna keep posting a couple 
uh, holiday things. And then, um, but yeah, thanks for listening.